Hey everybody, welcome back to another week of Rampage Roundup. I guess that is the title of the show that we are sticking with unless somebody on Twitter comes back to me with a better name. Uh, once again, I am joined by Matt Tomasetti because nobody else wants to talk wrestling with me. <laughs> That's not a shot at him. It's just, uh, yeah, slim pickings. Not a lot of people who are insomniacs at 11 o'clock at night that want to actually roll on a podcast. Welcome, Matt. How are you? I, I, I got to say, Mayor, no one's ever uh, introduced me in any form of media with my name and then slim pickings immediately <laughs> followed. You're not slim pickings. It's just like, I'm sorry. That didn't mean to come off as like a backwards or backhand. um, Oh, God, here goes Mary. A a backhanded comment. Yes. Backhanded comment. Backwards comment. Backhanded comment. No, it's wonderful having you here because you have way more excitement about stuff than I do because I am on sleepy Mary mood and trying to be excited about wrestling, which I am. It was very, very good rampage. It's not that I'm not. I'm just. Trying, trying to get back into the chair after a week of nonsense life stuff. But anyway, I digress. The wonderful, great, amazing Matt Tomasetti joins me. Hey, wow. That was completely unwarranted, but absolutely uh, warranted. Thank you. Thank you, Mayor. It's great to be back here on the third week of a wrestling podcast. So I guess uh, that makes me a wrestling podcaster now. I should note once again to roll back the tape um, for those of you who are tuning in to hear some expert talk from uh, a wrestling master. You're not getting it from this guy. Um, Mary is by far the the knowledgeable one and I'm the the horse's patoot on this podcast. But look, I I have found a, uh, a passion for AEW in general. And um, I'm, I'm actually, I'm really liking the hour long uh, package of Rampage every Friday. It's a, it's a quick, tight hour full of uh, good stuff to top off the week. And uh, this week is certainly no different. Who do we have uh, lined up this week, Mayor? So if somebody told you at the beginning of like 2021, since we're approaching the end of the year, that you were going to be toasting a wrestling podcast, what would you have said? Uh, well, uh, I would have laughed hard. Um, and then honestly, I probably would have thrown myself off of a bridge because quite frankly, you know, wrestling, wrestling hasn't been a key what's the best term to use it hasn't been some of my favorite form of media let's put it that way and be nice and uh you know blanket blanket statement about the entire professional wrestling field for quite some time you know again curious about aew tuned in a couple of times in the past but of course nothing really drew my attention up until that uh, that pay-per-view uh, that you and I sat down with, and I have been on board ever since. So if honestly, if I knew that AEW as a league was going to take off like it has and become uh, a legitimate answer to the doldrums of WWE, then sure. No, I wouldn't have been surprised, I guess. I'm thankful that I'm here and that you keep asking me back. 
I am genuinely enjoying this. And this week again, uh, for another week of, of Rampage, uh, I thought uh, another fantastic show, my opinion. Well, I mean, the short answer is, is that you were really watching wrestling at the beginning of 2021. Nope. So nope. probably <laughs> not. And on that note, since you, since you mentioned my goal this week is to not mention WWE after many, many tangents of last week's episode, which I don't know if anybody listened to it, but it was a little long. Yeah, my, my goal this week is not to mention them at all, not to mention the show that was on prior. My only thing that I am going to mention about it is that Gargano and Riley are officially done. And um, I will be surprised if they will be somewhere in AEW in the next uh, three to four months or Holy sooner. Lee. I don't know. So well, soon, maybe, maybe. Is Gargano Wally Lee? Hmm. Makes you think. I think O'Reilly is definitely all elite, but I don't know about Gargano. Gargano is going to have a child soon. Maybe he's just uh, taking a break. But there were stupid things that were going on after um, War Games this weekend, and people were like, oh, yeah, Meltzer. Oh, they didn't do that on purpose for Gargano to show up on AEW next week. And then the next day, he was like, oh, yeah, no, his contract's done. He's done. It's like, all right, whatever. But I digress. That that's it. There's there's no more of that. We are not going to get into a full WWE bashing on an AEW podcast. Just like uh, Rampage, we are going to keep this podcast tight. It's going to be tight. So yes. Let's start out. So our first match was for the AEW Tag Team Championships. It was uh, FTR versus the Lucha Brothers, with FTR possibly becoming the first two-time AEW champs. An amazing match, crazy spots. There was one move where he was, who was it? Which one? Penta was standing on his brother's shoulders and like did a drop. And I was like, what is this? I was like, this is nuts. But overall, good solid match. Always love when Lucha is do a little Eddie thing in the middle as soon as the t- uh, title got involved because FTR tried to use it to their advantage in the match. They did the little Eddie shimmy, which I don't know if you know about that in the history of Eddie Guerrero taking title belts and faking hitting people and then, or acting, he was like, he got hit and not really getting hit. So fun match overall, Lucha retained. Um, FTR did not get the titles back. There's still the other tag team champs. I think it was the triple A, the triple A, Tag team champs, uh, please don't quote me on that. But yes, yeah, I'll match your reaction. With all due respect to FTR, because Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood, legitimately great, great wrestlers, uh, a fantastic tag team. I, I guess I might be a bit biased here because the Lucha Brothers are quite possibly some of the most exciting and dynamic wrestlers, I think, just in the game. I absolutely love watching i feel like when you're getting the lucha brothers in a tag team match on any given night you're getting a pay-per-view great experience they are aside from you know the high flying and you know the theatrics and whatnot these guys are you you never know what you're going to get you never know what you're going to see they keep things absolutely pinned to the red the entire time everything they sell is 
just top dollar. I don't have enough good things to say about the Lucha Brothers. They truly are fantastic. They're in, uh, I'm not surprised that the match ended the way it did. I was kind of blown away by a couple of uh, uh, moves that I was not expecting, including, uh, <laughs> I can't remember which one, but the, the, the shimmy across the top rope. Yes, when he walked in, I, I was going to mention that. I forgot to mention that as one of the spots that was insane. Like, just that, that was completely ridiculous. Hey, like, you know, it, it's for, again, for just a Friday night match. Friday night match uh, on Rampage. A fantastic experience. You know, hopefully I get to see them live someday. You're getting your money. I feel like you're getting your money's worth when you're, uh, when you're, treated to a Lucha Brothers match. And then, of course, um, it ended um, the, the best way that it could have with um, them retain, retaining the title and uh, FTR uh, falling to, uh, after a very long, hard-fought match. Very, very good. I enjoyed the hell out of it. A+. Plus. <laughs> I mean, FTR is nothing to shake a stick at. I mean, they're, they're supremely very, very good tag team they impressed me especially for their look their throwback they look like they walked out of the 80s interesting to see telly take a take a punch to the face on the outside i like he just looks so frail compared to like somebody like sting i'm just like oh my god don't don't that's like you know rick flair taking a punch to the face at this point but yeah great match I think it was the right move. I think FTR will get the titles back but I don't think right now the Lucha brothers are super hot they're very popular and yeah just solid match we'll see where that goes moving forward i don't think that rivalry is done but they did do an interview with sting and darby backstage for hyping next week's uh dynamite because winter is coming they do like kind of pay-per-views on weekly tv or special um editions of their weekly show um and it's a big deal because it's going to be the first time that sting's been wrestling in north carolina in greensboro they were saying since 1998, it was where he had his first championship match. So there's a lot of history there. And then FTR and Tully attacked Sting and Darby backstage. So I don't know where they're going with this because I don't think that Tully could actually wrestle a match. But, you know, there's a thick history between him and Sting. So obviously that's the angle they're going at. But I don't know. I guess they were pissed off. They lost the match and they they attacked everybody backstage. Uh, your thoughts about that? You know that that I was never a big WCW guy, so I don't have a big background with Sting or Tully Blanchard. But that being said, uh, Sting still in pretty damn good shape for his age. Look, if the two of them are gonna, if the two of them are gonna go at it, I gotta say. It might be one of the more interesting matches to see. Uh, I, I don't know what to expect. At the end of that one, uh, quite frankly, Sting can clearly still uh, wrestle, right? I mean, he will probably never go solo again. Uh, but, you know, especially... Smart move anyway. Of course. Uh, and for some reason, I just whenever I see Sting, I, he just kind of looks like... He looks like he's in pain. I don't know. He's been doing this for a very long time. I mean, he's not in peace since he hasn't been in the other federation, which is the only other time that I'm going to knock it because they screwed up that whole entire booking when Singh actually finally showed up in the WWE. But 
didn't think he was going to wrestle again after that stint. And then now he's been wrestling with Darby and it seems like, you know, he still knows what he's doing. You know, he's a living legend. And I think anybody else who's his age, who's like still doing it. I don't think they're as good as Sting is, but again, it's a different breed now. Like his generation, a lot of those guys, hard lives, man. But now you have people that are wrestling into their forties and fifties and it's kind of normal. So for Sting being in his 60s and still being able to go, even if it's in a tag team capacity, I still like the fact how they treat the elders or the legends in AEW where they'll have a manager role or they're like a mentor and they're not just like trotting them out there for money grab. Like there's a reason why they're there and they're treating them like they are, you know, mentoring these younger talents. So even when he's in a tag team match with Darby, the, the point is, is that he's Darby's mentor. You know, he's teaching Darby the ins and the outs. I and mean, Darby's an amazing star, but it's even better to have Sting in your corner. I just want to know where the, the storyline's going because there is the connect. Because Sting was a four horseman at one point, the later version, Sting was actually a member of the four horsemen. You got Telly there, and you got Arn there, and you got Sting there. The only thing that Federation is missing is Flair, but I don't know if that's going to be like a smart thing to do. But I don't know. Maybe maybe we see Flair next week in North Carolina, which is his home seat, and it wouldn't be anything crazy if that happened. So I I, I actually wanted to save that for uh, for our hot take segment toward the end. But let's let's just Sorry. throw it down. Didn't know this let's was just, a hot take. No segment. no 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 no. Let's let's just <laughs> throw it down right here because honestly, it's a perfect place to to uh, to bring it up. Someone is coming out next week. Winter is coming. Someone is coming out next week, and it's going to blow the roof off. In typical AEW style, they like to uh, bring some heat, and it, it, I think I think that's a good one, Mayor. <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't it just have makes Rick Flair. the history and it's North Carolina and everybody knows that's Flair State. You know, it, it's a big deal that Sting's returning there and he hasn't had a match there however long. And that's where his first, uh, you know, championship match, his world title championship match was. But, you know, Sting's still from Cali. He's not from North Carolina. Yeah. Rick Flair is from North Carolina. That's his town and that's his I state. Mean, so. I guess we'll see soon enough. I think it would be really, really cool to have the four horsemen or uh, some reunited, version of it yeah or some version of it reunited in uh the a in aew in any league honestly i mean you're not going to see that in the wwe yeah. uh, so you but but here you do i think it's i'm i'm right there with you i like the fact that you know these old legends are still being made you know relevant they're they're out there every week I'm sure they have a role backstage uh, you'd probably know better, better better than I in that regard, but whatever the case, it's it's reverence for the old guard, and I think that's that's really fun. So as long as it's not Hulk Hogan, I guess. <laughs> oh, thank God, Hulk. Tony Khan, if you ever have Hulk Hogan in a, I'm probably going happen. to turn it off. <laughs> Pretty sure it's not going to happen. Whatever, just... happened to, whatever happened to Jake? Whatever happened to Jake the Snake? I don't know. I haven't seen him in a while. I hope he's doing okay. I mean, for more purposes, but I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's got some stuff going on. He, you know, he's up there. He's had a lot of issues. He's not in the best shape, um, but he's been doing better in the last couple of years. So maybe we'll see Jake. I don't know. So uh, moving on, the next match that we had was a triple tag team match with the Bunny, 
Nyla Rose and Penelope Ford versus uh, Ty Conte, Ruby Soho, and Anna Jay, which is like a weird alliance with Nyla. I guess it has to do with Nyla and Ruby uh, facing off in the next round, whenever that is. I don't know if that is next Wednesday. I don't know. If, did they make an announcement for that? I'm not sure, but whatever these final matches happen, uh, that's going to be the next match as uh, Nyla versus Ruby. And I guess they were doing the angle that they were hired. Penelope and the bunny were, you know, hired to take her out. So she has a disadvantage, but again, another solid match. Always good to see the, the ladies going hard and um, the bunny got the brass ducks. And that was the end of the match from um, Vicky Guerrero, who, Man, that woman and her heat and that voice, she's going to make a living being an annoying person for the rest of her life, but God bless her. <laughs> so what did you <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I love Vicky Goro. She seems like a genuinely great person, but man, I've never, ever, ever. I, I mean, I think that's the whole point of her character, though. I've never seen a woman get more heat than that woman when she opens her mouth. But I digress. What did you think of the match? I, I I liked it. I, I guess I've seen. I feel like you know we've seen some better matches performed by the uh, by the ladies in AEW. But I mean, look, you have Nyla Rose, who and and forgive me for saying so, but I'm sitting there and I'm looking. and was like, is she related to the Rock somehow? There is no relation to the Rock. Okay, because you know. You're confusing her with Nia Jax. Rose is not related to The Rock. Did, did I get her name wrong? Nyla Rose, right? No, it's not a Rose. Yeah, you're right. But look, I actually, I kind of like Penelope Ford. She's a Philly girl. And, and I like the bunny as well. The bunny was taking taking the bumps in the, uh, the beginning of that, uh, that match. She got she got her block rocked, uh, to say the least. She's you a know. good seller. Every time she takes it, she always got like this bewildered look on her face. She does like, she absolutely has a bewildered look on her face? And when she gets jacked up in the head, she uh, she does. She just looks like she looks like Glass Joe after an. <laughs> good reference. Very good. Good, good. But yeah, I mean, I like her as a wrestler. Um, Penelope Ford, I don't know much about. I like her gimmick. She's got those cool sunglasses that. I, I always talk about that she hasn't worn in a while, which I'm kind of upset about. Um, I'm a girl. I'm still going to look at outfits. Her outfit tonight was very much Bam Bam Bigelow. I don't know if that was a, a reference to him, but getting Bam Bam Bigelow vibes off of Penelope Ford this week. But I don't really have a lot to say about She's a triple tag team match, you know. They're moving the storyline forward with Nyla and I guess Ruby in that way, since they haven't had that much interaction since Ruby has showed up in AEW. And um, that's where that's headed for him. I mean, there's an alliance between Ty Conti and Anna Jay, their best friends. And um, Anna Jay's a stellar wrestler. And the more and more I see of her, the more I get to know. And Ty Conti is just a machine. So yeah, solid match, good entertaining. The bad guys won. The bunny, Nyla, and Penelope won because the brass knuckles got involved, like I said, and it's just, you know, a good match. Weird how the ref never sees the brass knucks. Never. Never once. Never. Weird. It's weird. Keeps working. If the gimmick keeps working, keep doing it. So, anyway, any other thoughts about it? No. Pretty cut and dry. I'm, I'm excited to see the continuation of the tournament and... 
course, the inevitable conclusion when my queen. <laughs> um, those of you who are not currently in the Zoom with Mary and I uh, would be just missed Mary's uh, universal sign for fellatio, I believe. Maybe, maybe not. I'm not saying that. This is, we're trying to be a PG show right now. I don't know what you're talking about. He's making up stuff about me. I never did such a thing. Of course, I'm looking forward to the end, the uh, the women's championship, uh, the TNT, excuse me. The TBS championship, the TBS. TBS, TNT, USA. Just start throwing all the networks out there. The Spike TV title. Hey, Fox, Disney Channel championship. The Nashville Network title. God. At least it's not Spike TV still. Remember that? Could have been the Spike TV championship. Spike TV title, just like I said. Why not? (laughs) Resurrect So you're looking forward to the end when when Ruby Soho is the inaugural TBS Women's Champion. Look, again, I said this last week. I'm going to say it here again this week. My, My heart would like Ruby to lift that title, but my gut is gonna say Jade is going all the way because uh, she is uh, the God of War. She is truly a a dominator in that. Listen, I will go in, I'll have your back about this if Nyla pulls that upset. Maybe Nyla wins and Ruby gets screwed, maybe with a pair of brass knucks or something like that. And then it's, it's Nyla versus Jade. I would totally say that Jade would win. Yeah, uh, I, I can. I can actually. I can see that coming as well. You know, maybe further down the line. Again, we're really positing here. We're going way deep into the weeds as, as far as predictions go for that uh, for that title tournament. I, personally, I do not see anybody. Uh, I believe that they are going to award uh, Jade Cargo with the with that title. We will certainly see. But it's going to be the question of who is going to be at the end of the tournament. Will it be Ruby or will it be Nyla? I think you might get a better match with Nyla. But Ruby is, you know, she's, she's awesome. And she's great. And the crowd loves her. And I love her. And, um, you know, if, if, that's what we, if that's what we have at the end, we shall see. I could be very wrong, <laughs> which wouldn't surprise anyone. <laughs> um, and Mary could be right. And, uh, you know, because Mary's prediction was that Ruby was going to uh, come away with the championship. So we'll see in the coming weeks. Digression aside, yeah, it was, it was a fun match. Course ended uh, with the bad guys uh, scoring one with the assist from the very elusive brass knucks <laughs> those brass knucks they should get their own uh, entrance music at some point i feel like they're just a staple that they've uh they've kind of not given them the spotlight that they deserve anyway moving on moving on actually the match of the night the thing that everybody's been waiting for and it did not disappoint they finally sent hook and wow man what a debut for this guy 
I feel kind of pervy in my age saying he's a very good looking man for being like five, <laughs> 22. But that's not my point. Very, very impressive. Very, very impressive showing for a debut match of a guy who's been hyped for, I don't, I don't know how long he's been there because like we both have said, we've only been watching for so long, but it seems like this guy has just been getting hyped for months, just standing in the background, looking like a goon. Everybody's been hyping him up and Punk called him out when Punk first came and he, he went off against Powerhouse Hobbs for FTW, Team Taz. And we got his debut down to the music was awesome because he kind of came out like a UFC fighter. It had a very UFC fighter feel entrance with the hip hop. Apparently it's Action Bronson. I don't know this guy, but that is who it was. And yeah, just dominated Fuego Del Sol, like just dominated him. And, and he's a very, very good wrestler, but the train wrestling, you can tell this guy has been training in some kind of martial arts or grappling or wrestling or something his whole entire life. I love his crazy hair. I think it's stupid. I don't know what it is, but it's kind of like, oh, I'm a maniac and I'm going to kill you. And actually during the match, if I'm not mistaken, I heard Hook's going to kill you chance, which is very much in vain of Joe's going to kill you. And I think they used to do like a Taz chant like that too, right? Back in the day in ECW, you would know that more than me. I, I actually can't, I can't recall that far back. Oh, Wow. I was going. I know, to and, and Taz. My brother is a Taz specialist, so I know w. nothing about Taz. So, the human suplex machine. I mean, I know that, and I know his stint in WWE. But I'm saying, like ECW base. My brother was the biggest Taz fan, so it was just going back to the chant. It was pretty cool. He got a like crazy ovation. Everybody was waiting. He lived up to the hype, and he he finished with the Taz mission which is just, like cool as hell. Even though Taz didn't call it the Taz mission, he called it whatever the technical name was. And I'm looking at him like, that's Taz mission though. That's totally the Taz mission. So I think it's really cool. Kid's got a bright future. And I think he's going to start murdering people his size in that company going forward. He, he was awesome. What do you think? What was your takeaway from it? I, I, I think it's uh, inevitable that eventually you're going to see Hook uh, throw down with Darby Allen. Uh, I think there's a, some similar style there. They're both very wiry and quick. Yeah, impressive as hell. Okay, so, so just to, to clarify, because I completely forgot about this. Hook used to come out with powerhouse Hobbs. Am I wrong about that? Is that, is that right? Well, I mean, he's part right, of Team Taz. Right. So he's part when of Punk Team Taz, came out, when, 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 Punk, when Punk wrestled powerhouse Hobbs, Hook yes. was there, and then Punk was making fun of him and all that. And it said, said Hook. Yes. Okay. And then Ricky Starks, who's the FTW champ, and Taz. That's your team. So that's who he's been coming out with, yeah. I kind of feel the same way about Leo Rush. When Leo Rush finally debuted, was that his debut? Or that was his debut back? match. I mean, was it wasn't his debut. He is a WWE guy. He was on WWE for a while. So I already knew who what he was capable of, but they didn't have him wrestle a lot in WWE. So, uh, you know, I, I kind of felt the same way about Hook in the same way that I did about uh, Leo Rush. Didn't really know what to expect. Really dig the vibe. The, the, dude, the dude gave off a menacing vibe, for real. <laughs> uh, surprisingly so. Um, and of course, and if you're going to throw someone in a debut match, 
and someone who's going to be able to sell or, or put over a, a new, some new talent. Throw them in there with a talented uh, lucha, lucha wrestler because, you know, Fuego clearly also very good and sure as hell sold that match. Uh, Hook was dominant, um, clearly a fantastic athlete. And I am very curious to see uh, where, where he goes in, in this league uh, further down the road. It, it's going to be exciting to see for sure. Yeah, I mean, just for like when he got in the ring and he had his back to the guy and he was just chewing his gum, he was just like, I don't care. Like, let's go. And it was just very confident, awesome, medicine character, like you said, and um, very, very impressed by his debut match. And and he just murdered him. And um, he lived up to the hype. Everybody has been waiting for Taz to send Hook, and he finally did. So I guess they're going to be sending Hook a whole bunch more. I mean, and Twitter was just going absolutely nuts. I was just checking something before we started rolling for trending, and he had like 42 million tweets about him. And Brock Lesnar had like 4,000 tonight. And Brock had a a significant showing on WWE tonight, and he was great. But that just says enough how much hype has been behind this guy um, to get in the ring. And he delivered. Impressive. Truly. Yes. And moving on to our uh, final, final, final match of the night. It was the ongoing feud between the elite or the super elite, Adam Cole, with the Young Bucks and um, Bobby Fish in the back against Best Friends and Wiro Yuta um, with a returning Trent who came back on Wednesday who has been out and the Best Friends are now, I guess, a whole unit again. And a fun match. But Adam Cole completely and utterly was just dominating Yuta. Yuta is a really good wrestler, but the steam that, that Adam Cole has behind him right now, I don't think that they're going to slow down on that anytime soon. Uh, as I said last week, I think he is the most over wrestler right now in general. Like I, I'd any federation. I'd actually agree with that. Um, I'm actually, you know, I'm trying, I'm right. Ra- I'm sitting here racking my brain as you're saying that. And I'm thinking CM Punk. I mean, no, uh, I mean a little bit, but no, Brian Danielson? No. Uh, you know, even Hangman, for that matter, I think is approaching that level, but I honestly don't feel don't like anybody has the heat that Adam Cole does in this league. It is amazing. It's amazing to watch. He deserves it. He's a fantastic wrestler. And that was a really good match. And yeah, it was completely dominant. Um, you know, Wheeler knows how to sell it, um, and he threw on uh, some heat. Uh, there were a couple of times where, where he was really impressive, but clearly a package designed to highlight Adam Cole's... Uh, they are working on the rivalry between Orange Cassidy and Adam Cole at this point. Clearly, that's going to be coming to a head. The best friends in the, in the super elite are at each other's necks, of course. Well, I shouldn't say who the, the other guy, the new guy. Tripperetta. <laughs> I don't know the other guy's name. I need to know the other guy's name. Say it again. Tripperetta. Clint Beretta. Trent. Like Trent, Trent. Reznor. Trent. Like our Trent. God and dark, our dark Savior and Lord. Trent Reznor. Trent Beretta. Thank you. You think Trent and then Beretta. Trent Beretta. 
Okay. Okay. So uh, <laughs> I'm actually uh, going to tweet that at somebody who does like mishmash. I'm going to be like, what about Trent Barada? See if that happens. Anyway, continue. And so this, it, it, you know, this, this rivalry between the best friends and the super elite is clearly coming to a head where Adam Cole is either going to face off against Orange Cassidy, which will come, I mean, of course. Uh, Orange has been taking it on the chin the past couple of weeks now from, uh, from the Super Elite. Uh, or, you know, look, I guess the, the end of the road will be to face, you know, Trent Beretta up against Adam and uh, have at it in that way. Whatever the case, um, man, I don't see anybody at this point considering the heat that Cole is bringing, bringing Cole down a peg. I, I just don't. I, you're right. The dude is on fire. And the audience loves him. Yeah. Yes. The, the audience loves him a lot. I don't know if this is leading to a Trump a Beretta thing. I actually got like, kind of like, he seemed like annoyed that nobody was talking about him when they were doing the backstage segment with Mark Henry. So I don't know if there was going to be deflection there. Maybe that's when the best friends start to uh, come apart. Um, I feel like that might be the end game of what the elite's trying to do. I don't know. It seems like this whole feud was kind of thrown together right after Omega went out. So my this isn't a hot take. This is my conspiracy theory portion of the show. I think what they're doing with, with Cole right now is they're building up to an Adam Cole mega match. I think that Adam slowly but surely is going to try to become the leader of the elite. And that means bringing in his own friends, which he already did with Bobby fish. And now, like I said earlier in the, in the show, we got Kyle O'Reilly, who is Bobby fish's old tag team partner, free agent. Don't be surprised if he shows up with Adam Cole in a couple of weeks. I don't think he will be a face. He will show up and be with the elite. And then, you know, you have other options. Gargano, maybe. If Gargano shows up in AEW, I totally think he's going to be a face. He's too well-liked for him to just show up and be a heel. He, he didn't become a heel until the end run in NXT. And when he came out over the weekend, he had his face music again and everybody went nuts. So not maybe Gargano, but if a Steen comes in there, Kevin Steen or a Sami Zayn, who have both been featured very heavily on WWE programming right now because they're trying to get them to stay because their contracts are coming up. I feel like Adam Cole is going to build his own elite with the Young Bucks and, you know, all the goons that they have on the side for theatrics and Omega is going to come back and be like, what is this? And I also think a returning Omega after an injury, even though he's a heel, it's going to be really, really hard for him to be a heel. He's going to be a face. The fans are going to be very happy that he's back. So you come back and your factions got like a whole bunch of other people in it. And you're like, what? And Adam Cole being the smarmy little bitch that he is, is like, oh, well, no, this is my group now. So I think that's what the long term is. I think the best friends thing will go on for a while. There'll be a match between Orange Cassidy and Adam Cole. And I think Adam Cole is going to win. I think Adam Cole is going to be winning for a long time. I don't know who's going to hand him his first loss, but that's what I personally think is going on right now. Adam Cole is so hot and so big and so over with the crowd and stuff. He's going to get so confident in himself that Omega is going to be out for a while and he's just going to infiltrate the elite and, and make it his own. And then when Omega returns, I, I think Omega is going to be like, what's going on? And it's going to cause a, 
a split. Just, just come back, Kenny. Come back, Kenny. I miss <laughs> Kenny Omega. I really do, man. So, you know, I think uh, I, I don't really have anything to follow that up with, quite frankly. I think it's a good call. There is no place else to go but up, continuing his climb up for Adam Cole. And, uh, yeah, I, who is going to hand him his first loss? And I actually, care, you know, I'm curious about who's going to hand uh, you know, Brian Danielson his first loss. Will it be? Will it be Adam Page? See. We have to touch on that, even though we've finished reviewing Rampage. I mean, it was a solid match. Adam Cole dominated Wheeler. And then after the match, the best friends all got attacked by the elite and they took them all out again. So yes. that's how the show ended. Adam Cole's on fire. He ended the show, his face on the screen, getting sprayed by the cold spray. That's it. So, but we do have to touch on that because that is next week. Next week, we have the championship match between Hangman Page and Brian Danielson. So who do you, who wins? I mean, look, I, I can't see them taking the title off Hangman that quickly after a two-year buildup for him to get the title. But that being Brian Danielson's first loss, I don't know if that's it. And I mean, if anything, I think it's going to end in a no DQ. I, and I don't think Brian's actually going to lose. I don't think he's going to get pinned or he's going to submit. I think he's going to lose or no disqualification wins and the title doesn't uh, exchange hands. But I don't think that Hangman Page is the guy to give Brian, heel Daniel Bryan, who's just motoring through people and kicking their heads into pieces. I don't think that's the guy who's going to take him down. I really don't. What do you think? Uh, I just wanted to give credit to uh, uh, John Silver. Johnny Hungry. That silver was great on Wednesday. That was, yeah. that, was good. that was actually a very, very good match on Wednesday. So very good match. You no, know, we're talking, we're talking rampage here. I get it, folks. But you know what? They're not the same thing. It's the <laughs> same show. <laughs> it's all right. We have to touch on it. I mean, we only got five four things. This is a good way to wrap it up. I mean, I'm not gonna do it. I, I was literally show, about to but... say that that match is probably gonna end in shenanigans, and Adam Page is going to retain the title, although he is going to take a severe beating. But we'll see. You know, it, you're right. It's right around the corner. I'm excited for next Wednesday. It's going to be a great. Uh, it's going to be a great showing. And uh, you know, tonight was a great setup for next week. As always, really dig uh, this week's rampage. And uh, that's uh, all I got to say about that. Wouldn't it be like really crazy if Daniel Bryan won the won the title that quick? It'd be really really crazy. I just. I don't think Brian needs it, but like I said, a no DQ finish where he doesn't win or he does something illegal or, or something happens where he gets the title like unceremoniously taken from him could set off. Daniel Bryan is crazy right now, and I've always said heel Daniel Bryan is the best Daniel Bryan. He's just a cold MFer. If this happens, this could like send him into super crazy mode and he might just get more and more vicious um, as the American Dragon. And this is a version of Brian Danielson that people haven't seen in a long, long time. So it'd be really crazy if uh, Hangman lost, but I don't see it in the cards. That's 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 my take. If, if, if he loses, it's going to be like no DQ or disqualification or something like that. I can't predict it. I can't because I have, uh, number one, I have no idea what I'm talking about. But I'll tell you what, I'm going to take the opposite tack from you, Mayor. 
I am actually going to predict Daniel Bryanson. Daniel Bryanson? <laughs> Brian Danielson. Daniel Bryanson. Ah, Daniel Bryanson. <laughs> Daniel Bryanson. It's so hard for me, Brian though, too, Daniels. because I My used to God. call him. I used to call him D. Bry. I didn't call him Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. I would just call him D. Bry. And now I can't call him D. Bry because he's Brian Danielson. So he's Brian Danielson. Like... My God, I'm leaving that in the edit of this podcast because I deserve. <laughs> it's okay. I don't I think deserve anybody's the fire that I'm going to get. I'm going to get for that. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take the opposite from you. From you, I'm going to say, yeah, uh, uh, Brian Danielson comes away with the title uh, uh, shockingly. So I think it's going to be. A Fresh, clean win. Uh, he's coming away with that title. And uh, Adam Page is going to drop it. What does that mean? Who knows? I think there's an exciting, I think it would be an exciting exciting angle to put uh, that title on, on Danielson. <laughs> I mean, if they want to keep the... <laughs> I mean, if they want to keep the streak going, which I'm sure they do... Brian's undefeated very, right now. It would. I, in, I feel like it would be a very interesting angle to take. We'll see. But, yeah, like, like I said, I just trying to figure out who's going to give Brian Danielson his first loss. If it wasn't Omega, I don't think Hangman Page is the guy. But if he does, then you have an undefeated Brian Danielson who's got a title, and then who takes the title off of him? I, I mean, it's got to be somebody who or beats him it's got to be somebody who is as ruthless in the ring as him and um i don't know who kevin owens showed up i, I could see brock lesnar's you know. taking the title yeah jeez he's very happy being a lumberjack in wwa right now so i, I i'm sure i'm sure he's getting paid two million dollars to show up in overalls and a flannel so i, I don't know i don't think he's i don't think he's coming to AEW. no not a good not a good prediction <laughs> Not a good, not a good prediction from uh, from of all my, the people. Nope, nope. I don't think I don't I don't think that's gonna happen. But to sum it up, that is our show for this week. Unless we have hot takes with Matt Tomasetti, if he wants to throw in another hot take. Oh, I already gave my hot take. It was the flare thing. I, I think the uh, the flare thing. I mean, because look, I actually felt that. Charlotte was going to appear at some point. Um, no, that hasn't happened. But also, no. I just found out gossip. Her and her boyfriend broke up, so Andrade and her are not together anymore. So definitely, Charlotte Flair is not showing up in AEW. The boyfriend girlfriend thing—it's not happening. Had, had no idea. Had no idea. But if Daddy, if the Nature Boy uh, himself, uh, Daddy Flair. Shows up in AEW. No, well, look, that's my prediction. Mary is shaking her head here on the uh, on the. On the I mean, the that, that's your hot take. It's just uh, she's been trying to distance herself from him lately, so I don't I don't see that happening. And okay, here's the thing about hot takes. On her. Here's the thing about hot takes. Hot takes are almost universally bad. <laughs> I own that. I own it. It's fine. So be it. So that's this week's show, Mayor. Another great one. Thank you once again for inviting me onto Rampage Roundup. Wrestling, wrestling, wait, Rampage Wrestling Roundup? Wasn't that week one? We have. Yeah, I think we're sticking there. Put your Twitter handle out there for the people to follow 
and uh, contribute to the show. Mayor, where can they find you? You guys can find me at Mayor underscore B-A-R-E on Twitter. And you can tweet at me for like, give me a theme song. Give me a, give me a name title. Um, go after my, my hot takes. Go after this one's hot takes. I mean, he's, he's got some crazy things going on in his head. He's at Matt of Myth on Twitter. Um, you can follow the wrestling podcast, WWE Podcast Unofficial at wrestling underscore audio. And on that page, you will find all the other hosts that we have on this lovely platform from Mimi to Ashley to Anthony to everybody who gets their hands into this on a weekly basis for the love of pro wrestling. And um, yeah, that's my hot take for wrestling or those are my takes for wrestling this week. I have a lot of hot takes coming up for Spider-Man on Thursday, but that's for another podcast and I'm not going to ruin it. And if I talk about Spider-Man anymore, Matt might kill me before Thursday because I just, I, I need to know everything and I'm, I'm being absolutely insane about it. Right. Yeah, I have, I have a, I have a strict Spider-Man blackout at this point. I don't want to see I, anything, I, I, I've anything done it too. more until I see the film. I've, I did too. I haven't watched anything in a couple of days. I already know everything that's going on though. <laughs> that is the show, ladies and gentlemen. This is your host right there, Mary Grader, a.k.a. Mayor. A.k.a. The Murr. The Murr, at Mayor underscore Bear on Twitter. Give her a follow. And, uh, and thank you for, uh, for, for tuning in. Thank you for listening in this week. All right, everybody. Have a good week. We will talk to you next time on the Rampage Roundup. Lakes.